1: I'm a nerd,
0: and uh, I'm pretty proud of it.
2: Rise and shine, nerds.
0: Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd. I'm a husband, a father of three, including a newborn baby girl, a Green Lantern fan, and a Funko Pop collector.
2: And I'm Mo, oh, shorter, louder, smarter, and all-around better. Then absolutely no one. I'm a wife, mom, elementary librarian, and seeker of truth, except when it comes to reality TV.
0: (laughs) Today on the show, we're going to figure out how to read the news today to be the most informed as possible and responsible as well.
2: Also on the show, are we living in a post coal world?
0: But first, today is Wednesday, August 11th, 2021, and we got some holidays to celebrate.
2: That's right. It's National Son and Daughter Day. That's every single single I mean, yeah. day of the year.
0: They got their birthday and literally every other day that we focus on them constantly. Listen,
2: listen. when your kids get a little bit older, <laughs> you will really start to understand the frustration that comes along with Mother's Day and Father's Day. Because every year, every year for like the last five years, I've heard, why do you get a Mother's Day and a Father's Day? There's never a kid's day. And I'm like, every single day of your existence is a kid's day. Every decision I make is for you.
0: There is never a day that goes by that money is not being poured into your life to give you everything that you want. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. I don't get the things that I want because the kids need new shoes.
0: (laughs) Every day you feel like you have to eat three meals. Right? And then
2: on top of that, the second that we start to feel bad and any sort of amount of guilt for thinking these things, we immediately go, oh, but we love them. Life wouldn't be the same without them. Our family wouldn't be complete unless they were in it. Every day is kid's day.
0: What's our other holiday?
2: It's also Mountain Day. Yeah, go hike one. Mountain find Dew Day.
0: One. Oh, just Mountain. See day. one. Oh,
2: explore one.
0: Why not combine these two and Research take your children one. to the top of a mountain and then have them find their way home? It's a lesson in survival. Book it. Done. Done. <laughs> so. <laughs> Our Sometimes short
2: t- you feel like yeeting <laughs> them right off the side of a mountain. Yes,
0: Oriole. Uh, our short topic for today uh, is is a, it's it's based on an article that came from Vox, which proposes that Gen Z lives in a world where fashion is more individualized than it's ever been, thus bringing us into a post-cool kind of culture, mm-hmm. meaning that people aren't really as worried about how they look, how they fit in, uh these days, or at least teenagers these days, than uh, than we were, when mm-hmm. we were teenagers.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. when we were teenagers, you were either specifically trying to be cool, or you were specifically trying to not be cool because that would make you cool among the people that aren't cool. But either way, you were looking for acceptance based on what you were dressing like and how you were acting and the things that you profess to enjoy, music and movies and whatnot.
2: Okay, but I, honest to goodness, feel like that's all that the kids are doing these days. You think so? Yes, 100%. 100%. It's so funny because I walked into youth the other night and looked at one of the girls and was like, I looked at another parent and said, so-and-so is really taking me back to my high school days right now. She had the butterfly clips in her hair. Oh, I love those butterfly clips. She had on... Sort of a mid drift shirt. You could see like not even half an inch of her tummy. Huge Jinko style pants. Okay. Platform shoes with the heels, and she had her sweater in her belt loops tied.
0: Okay. This, mm-hmm. this goes exactly with what this is saying here. So TikTok, Wikipedia, social media, and the rest of the internet gives teens access to a vast array of clothing trends throughout the past few decades, but it's hard to pin down exactly what Gen Z embraces as their trademark style. Ah, something's popping up in front of my thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this could be due to the rise of what Vox calls hyper real individualism, a way of dressing that incorporates a chaotic mix of trends from many different eras, while we may associate associate uh, like black fishnets with goth and a cheerfully popped collar as preppy, Gen Z has no problem blending the two trends together and adding an additional dash of whimsy or weirdness like a t-shirt with Mickey Mouse on it. The resulting look might not make much sense to parents, but there is a logic to it for the teenagers. It's meant to showcase a high level of trend awareness as well as a super unique, somewhat ironic approach to being seen by the outside world. So what you just described is a mix of like three different eras of clothing.
2: No, that's what I wore. That is what I wore in high school. My freshman year high school. You wore platform
0: school. shoes and Jinko jeans at the same time? Yes. Oh, that's weird.
2: No, it wasn't. <laughs> and the butterfly clips. Okay. That's, ask Deirdre.
0: I Okay, fine.
2: I bet she did. <laughs> My platform shoes, though, had flames. On the toes.
0: <laughs> so you wore. I got gotcha, you. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. I'm thinking of a different style of platform shoe than you are. I'm thinking of an '80s kind of platform shoe, while well, you're thinking of the essentially no, boots.
2: like the yeah, the combat <laughs> yeah, boot style, gotcha. but that had the heel.
0: Like I got gotcha. you. Okay, but still, that's essentially what this is. It's, and that's why we've seen. Uh, we talked about earlier in the year how skinny jeans are like on the way out, and. Teenagers are more and more wearing the jeans we wore in high school ourselves in the in the early two thousands late nineties. I gotta
2: say though, I thought that I looked a lot cooler than what they look like now.
0: I still think I looked awesome when I uh, dressed all punkish in high school. Yeah, spiky bleach blonde hair, like they're cutting
2: bangs. Oh, I felt so bad for her, too, because she kept, like, doing the head shake thing, <laughs> <laughs> Tried to get the bangs out of her oh. face. I hated bangs for that reason, because they never just laid perfect the way that they're supposed to lay. And so the whole, within, like, five minutes' time, she shook her head and <laughs> blew up at them at least 10 times. And I was like, yeah, that's why we don't do, that's why we don't do bangs, friend. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, I agree with you, I guess. I don't think, and, and Oriel is uh, saying the same thing in, in the chat as is uh, Kentucky Redhead, that essentially they are still trying to look cool, mm-hmm. The just the way to be cool now is not to fit in with everybody, but to have your own sense of style.
2: Yeah, but when everyone's doing it. Right. Anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> they kids... They go and do what they want to (laughs) do. I don't even care.
0: It's interesting. I care. It's interesting.
2: It is interesting. Sure. (laughs) But I just kind of, it's one of those moments where I'm like.
0: Social dynamics.
2: Okay. Give it 20 years and you guys (laughs) will realize. (laughs)
0: 20 years from now, there's There's going to be another uh, Matt
2: and Mo sitting here talking about it.
0: There's a, a John Rubin song from probably his most cynical album, which is ironically called The Boy Versus the Cynic. Uh, And it's called Cooperate. And it's all about how, look, eventually you have to put aside all those weird clothes that you're wearing and put on normal clothes and join normal society to do the normal things that we all have to do. Uh Uh-huh. Like, you can save that stuff for the weekend, sure, but you need to cooperate with the rest of us and be normal. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know what? For the most part, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that <laughs> you can't be a little weird and you can't have, like, tattoos and piercings and all this, but there there are times and places for your flamboyant outfits and uh, weirdness and sometimes where you just, let's just rein it in a little bit and- just kind of be all, be all right.
2: Here's the thing. I would be absolutely okay with their individual style if their individual style didn't also come with a personality trait.
0: And it always does. <laughs> or a judgment always on does. outside people that don't get it. Because that's another part of it, too. It's like if you don't understand why they're dressing the way they're dressing or acting the way they're acting, that's part of what why they're doing it.
2: People are are always going to judge you. I tell my boys (laughs) that all the time, specifically Topher, because he, Cannon is very, very concerned with appearance and how he looks. He always has been since he was very young. Topher does not care. And Topher is incredibly smart, very, very smart. And so he just has always kind of ridden on the, I'm smart. I know who I am. I know what I'm about. And I'm like, yeah, but... If you walk into a room and you look like you haven't showered in three weeks and your clothes stink, um, no one's going to listen to you. Mm -hmm. You're not even going to be able to get a word out to show how incredibly smart you are because they're going to write you off immediately. Prejudged. Exactly. And that's just the world. I'm not saying it's right. It's just the world, it how it is. It how it is. It how it is, y'all. It
0: It be how it be.
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Don't forget it.
0: (laughs) Look, I'm just saying, I I really cared about how I looked in one specific way, and that was with my hair.
2: And you lost it.
0: And then I lost it. But then even then, even then, like, I made sure to shave my head, because I still have the horseshoe thing going on. It's just up here at the top that it's all gone. I made sure to shave my head for years and years and years so I wouldn't look older than I was, because when I was 22, there was a like a, a month that I didn't do that, and somebody said, you look 35, and I'm like, ouch, okay, I'm going to be shaving it from now on, and then I had it in my head. As soon as I hit 35, though, I'm not going to care about it as much, and I don't. Yeah, I got hair right now, around there, and I really don't care, because... I still look 35.
2: <laughs> you actually look younger than you are.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. wait. You'll am be I not 30, 35?
2: <laughs> you'll be 36 in a month.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you know this. <laughs> Jeez.
2: Because
0: I don't. <sighs>
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. From
0: 20, 26 to 30, I didn't know my age. That's okay. You could ask me, I would not have been able to tell you.
2: That's okay. My mom, for real, right around that same time, I think she was 27. I can remember her calling her mom because my dad and my mom got into an argument over how old my mom was. (laughs) And so my mom called her mom and said, how old am I? And my (laughs) Nana was like, you're 27. (laughs) I am not, I'm 26. I know I'm 26. (laughs) Uh
0: Uh-huh, yeah. That's funny stuff. Oh, all right. Well, uh, (laughs) (laughs) let's take a... uh, well, where'd it go? Let's take a break right here. When we come back, I'm going to get my chance to win the Undisputed Backroad Championship title belt back from Mo.
2: Stick around.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So last week, I spent about five hours in line at a Comic-Con to get the autograph of the voice actress for Ahsoka Tano. My kids and I waited in line and, you know, went no complaints. It was a cool experience. just took a while. Well, while we were there, right beside the voice actress for Ahsoka, Was the voice actor for Anakin Skywalker from Clone Wars. And right beside him was Giancarlo Esposito. Who is, if you're familiar with shows like Breaking Bad, Gustavo Fring. Or if you've only seen Mandalorian, he's Moff Gideon. Or if you've watched cinema of really any kind for the last 40 years. He's in a lot of things. And in a lot of times, he's a bad guy. And um, I've... In just in a fictional state seen this dude do some some rough things and uh so as we were standing in line you know he would have some quiet conversations with people and stuff like that but then all of a sudden he would just burst out in a loud violent speech of some sort a monologue A quote of something uh, and he would sound menacing and vicious and wicked and because I've seen this dude do some horrendous things in fiction it literally like gave me chills you know I'd be sitting there talking with my kids you know just having a good time and then hear like one of the coolest villains ever start yelling it freaked me out and one of the things that it really left me with is Gentleness is an important thing because even though he was a total sweetheart and a very cool individual to hang out with, when he wasn't using his nice voice, it scared me. And it reminded me that as believers, we need to actually make sure that whatever we're delivering, we deliver with the appropriate amount of gentleness. Colossians 3.12 says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Because I'm going to tell you, I still kind of get like goosebumps when I see Gus's face now. We shouldn't do that to other people. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me.
0: Back to the Backrow Morning Show. I'm Radio Mac. And I'm Mo. And we've changed some things up for this new season, including what we record live on Twitch. Each week we record our shows on Friday or Saturday, the before the week before they go on the radio with our friends. Uh, follow us on twitch.tv slash LTN on air to be notified when we go live. And join our Discord at backrowdiscord.com for after show discussion and even opportunities to be on the show yourself. But before we go any further, it's time for Mo's fact of the day.
2: Uh, So 12% of the world's people live in mountainous areas. And of those 12%, all show signs of better health and longer lifespans than those who do not live in the mountains.
0: But how many of them fall off the mountains and die? (laughs) That's never a risk for me.
2: Probably less than 12%. Here on the plains.
0: Here on the high plains. Home, home <laughs> now, on the it's time for Mo to attempt to beat me uh, right, as right, I right. challenge her for a <laughs> shot at the title. So uh, Mo has held on to this title belt for far too dang long. If and I
2: lose, it's because of COVID. I,
0: I need to take it back. <laughs> so here's how our challenge process goes. The challenger goes against the champion in a game. If the challenger wins, they get to earn a title shot the next week to face a champion in the same game. So if I can beat Moe two weeks in a row, I win the title belt. Last week, I beat Moe just barely, just barely, in a game of would you rather. I was about to say who, and I'm like, who? No, that's not right. That's not the who, first word of the who game. would you rather? Who? <laughs> that's not. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a fun game <laughs> that we should be playing. Uh, <laughs> so Forever I can challenge her again in this game, and if I win, I'm the new champ, baby! So that's what we're gonna try and do right now. So uh, I'm gonna, again, offer you the option. Do you wanna go first or second? I'll go
2: first, please.
0: First up, would you rather die in a tsunami or die in lava? Knocking over junk here to get a piece of paper. This
2: is a dumb one.
0: They're all dumb ones. Excuse me. The whole game is dumb.
2: So here's the thing. (laughs) It's my line. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. Um, Okay. Personally, dying in a tsunami would be better because your body does this whole thing when you're drowning where it just, it shuts down, basically. However. Yeah. So the, the... Time of suffering isn't, wouldn't be as long or as bad as if you were burning to death in a volcano.
0: What if you went face first?
2: Face first in the volcano? Yeah,
0: then your brain would melt like almost immediately.
2: And no, you would still feel... the. That's not how it works, Matt.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss <laughs> Human Body Melting Expert. <laughs> that's
2: not how it works. Um, I'm saying Tsunami.
0: You are correct. Okay. 63%. I didn't know
2: if the people who voted were educated or not.
0: Jeez. Would you rather have a dragon or have every car you want?
2: Uh, Again. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. You can only drive one car at a time, but a car will not eat you. (laughs) A dragon could kill you,
0: but think about the other things. But you could be rich.
2: You could be.
0: You'd have the only dragon in captivity. The mother
2: of dragons.
0: <laughs> the do queen I, of the dragons. Do
2: I also get a little friend who I can name Tyrion? Um. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> a dragon. A dragon.
0: Really? Wow. Yeah. Fifty-three percent. That's stupid. <laughs> For that exact reason, dragon could melt you, eat you, step on you by accident. But what if it was a Sneeze m- your head off? What if it was a miniature dragon? He'd be
2: so <laughs> cute. And he'd know it's a little, a a little puff of fire. <laughs> all
0: right. Would you rather have to grow every food... Okay, this really says have to groan every food you eat. Uh, or eat only unhealthy fast food. I mean... Would you grow all your healthy food or eat only unhealthy fast food?
2: I can't eat healthy fast food. It has no, to be a-
0: only unhealthy fast food is what it says.
2: <sighs> fast food.
0: Wrong. What? Sixty-five percent said they would rather grow. You they have lying. such little faith in Those humanity. Those people
2: straight guy. <laughs> Those. Those 65% ain't never grown a thing in their life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Would you rather have a horrible job, but be able to retire comfortably in just 10 years or have your dream job, but have to work for the rest of your life?
2: Well, I mean, if it's your dream, then it's never working. (laughs) For the rest of your life.
0: The rest of your life. You will die in this job.
2: I'm just not in the right mindset for this game today. <laughs> 10 years, retire.
0: No. 66, 60% said they'd rather work till they die in their dream job. Till you die, people. <laughs> die. You know what? I kind of feel like I'd do that too. Because you'd still get vacation days. You know, it's not like you'll never have fun.
2: Uh, it specifically But says, then again,
0: but 10 years is not that long. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
2: 10 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They were wrong. You're mm-hmm. right. Would you rather have unlimited money or live forever? This is an easy one if people are thinking.
2: Unlimited money. Because I live forever with Jesus.
0: <laughs> well, that's not exactly what I was thinking, but that's true, too. Is that what you're choosing?
2: Unlimited money.
0: Correct, 61%. Just thinking, like, nobody wants to live forever here on Earth. Can you imagine how terrible that would be after, like, three generations of watching all the people you love die?
2: Apparently, 39% of (sighs) people do want (sighs) to do that.
0: (sighs) All right, ad. What's the ad going to be for? Nothing, apparently. I can hit the X already. Okay. Be very poor and travel one year for free or be very rich and live forever in your city. And I'm assuming this means you don't get to travel.
2: I'm traveling, please.
0: Nope. 65%. Again.
2: Again, <laughs> it said live forever. Forever.
0: All right, last one. Would you rather use time travel to change the pa- your past? Okay, use time travel to change your past or use time travel to change all of history? Somehow, in some way.
2: Well, you know, sometimes if you change your past, then it changes all of history.
0: So, what are you going to choose?
2: My past.
0: 59%. Good job. Okay, so you got four out of seven. So I'm looking like I got a good shot here because I got all seven right right last week. Because I
2: got all seven right last week. (laughs) All right. Would you rather?
0: I think she deserves to have this championship (laughs) for that long. I just don't think so.
2: Would you rather invest $1 million you receive or spend $1 million you receive? I hate how. Go ahead.
0: Well, I don't know what people are going to answer for this. Oh, okay. Because I'm not sure enough people are aware of just what investing means and how that could bring so much more money. Yeah. Like the answer is invest because that means 10, 20 years down the line, you're going to have a quadrillion. So much more money to spend. So I'm going to pick that and hope that society is on board. Yeah, 65%. Good. Faith and humanity restored.
2: Would you rather stop watching TV or stop watching YouTube?
0: Oh, you know, you know, five years ago that would have been a very Easy. easy answer. yeah. But I feel like I watch both equally now. Oh. Stop watching TV or stop watching YouTube. And I have no idea the age range of the people that have answered this too. I think that would really come into play. I'm gonna say stop watching YouTube.
2: Wrong. No way. Seventy-eight percent. Seventy-eight percent said TV. Yeah, because you can watch TV on YouTube now. Basically any show that's on TV. Yeah.
0: No. I mean it's not good quality. It's not always the best. Because I mean, (laughs) with YouTube, you've only got the last 15 years of YouTube to deal with. You've got all of history with television. You're going to give away television? Television has everything.
2: (laughs) So I also wonder, like,
0: what is happening? (laughs) Why would you give away your television for YouTube? (laughs) Sorry. Got a little heated.
2: I also wonder, like, does TV include DVDs?
0: <laughs> if it's television shows, I would assume so. I don't think it's like you're giving away your television. I just think it's
2: <laughs> No, because I'm I'm still I watch YouTube on my T V.
0: Right, yeah. But I, I don't I don't think that I don't think that's what it means. Nope. I think it just means T V shows versus YouTube. I would still give up TV clips. in a heartbeat.
2: Would oh <sighs>
0: <laughs> Stopped mowing her tracks.
2: Would you rather lose your best friend or lose all of your friends except for your best friend.
0: <laughs> the instant anxiety. Oh, oh! Oh, gosh! Oh, gosh!
2: You better answer correctly here. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: messed my mic up when I wrestled a minute ago. Oh my gosh. All my friends. Oh, You would rather No, lose no, a, no, no, oh. no. Um, <laughs> dang. Okay, so lose your best friend, or lose all your friends but your best friend, and it says like die, right? It says lose. 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 Okay, so it doesn't necessarily mean die.
2: It says lose.
0: <sighs> okay. Hold on.
2: I, I really thought. Hold <laughs> I really I on. Thought, thought um.
0: <laughs> I thought you meant. I thought it meant die. <laughs> So wait, that's different. I,
2: I mean, I think that, that it, I, I do think that is what
0: I bet means. a lot of people thought that too, though, with the answer. Yep.
2: Oh, see, here's really where it comes, like it boils down because here's the thing. You have told so many stinking people that they're your best friend. Like which one? Which one you giving up, Matt?
0: I'm assuming to be the one that you have at the moment that's your best friend because there's only one best. Everybody knows that. Shoot, um, okay, I would say, I'm gonna bank on the fact that maybe a lot of people aren't thinking die, just they're out of your life, and I'm gonna say all your friends but your best friend.
2: Lose all your friends except your 65%. All right, all right, all right, all right. Whew. All right.
0: <sighs> My five-year-old asks, would you rather want to die buried under dirt or die in a nice rocky tomb? You gotta die both of these places. Like this isn't like where you're gonna be buried. This is where you will die, buried or obviously uh, the tomb because you could just tomb. you yeah. could just run out of air, yeah, and slowly, peacefully drift off, right? As opposed to like dying with dirt in your dirt, lungs. yeah,
2: which happens <laughs> regularly in Clovis we when just the read wind about blows. Jesus
0: resurrection. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, That's a bit different. <laughs> it's a different situation. All right.
2: All right. Uh, would you rather work for Google? Work for Google?
0: By the way, I'm sorry. Anyone listening on the radio, that was a, a user uh, commented <laughs> that their five-year-old was asking that question. Yes.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, sometimes we forget what we're actually here doing. <laughs> would you rather work for Google or work for Apple?
0: <sighs> They're yeah, both awful, see. but... Mm-hmm. Oh.
2: And you have your preference, but is that going I have to be my prefer- everyone's preference? I have preference? my preference
0: for, like, products, but I don't know that I agree with that company-wise, you know what I mean, either. Because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Google might be a little bit more evil of a company than <laughs> Apple, <laughs> but it's a close race.
2: I think you've done too much research. It's
0: a close race.
2: I think you've done too much research.
0: Shoot. Okay, I'm going to say, oh, dang. Are people going to base it on the phone that they have? I don't know. You got to pick an answer. (laughs) This is such a bad one. Ah! I'm going to say Google. It's wrong,
2: I bet. No, it's right. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad.
0: 61%.
2: (gasps) How many have you done?
0: I've I've done four and I've gotten three of them right. So I just need to get two more right to win. Okay, here we go.
2: Here we go. Would you rather always have to say everything on your mind or never be able to speak again? (laughs)
0: What the heck?
2: Which one, Matt? (laughs) (sighs)
0: Look, we're all fallen people. We all know that we think a lot of things most days that we would never say. And to have to always say everything you're thinking, I would much rather be mute for the rest of my life. Please be that answer.
2: Nope. No way. No,
0: sixty nine. Are you? Because you can write crap down, guys. There are people <laughs> that are mute in this world that get along just fine. You're gonna wanna. You're not gonna have any friends. You're never gonna be married. You're never gonna have children because all you're gonna do is say every terrible thing that ever comes into your brain. What is wrong with people? You're not thinking. You're gonna sit there. say every awful thing that pops into your disgusting depraved sin enthused mind for the rest of your life
2: (laughs) are you ready for the next question All right, all right, all right, all right. We got one more question, right?
0: Hold on, I got an X there, and then we have two more. Okay,
2: You ready?
0: I have to get both of these right to win. No. Yeah. Oh, I. Oh shoot! I thought yeah. I only no. missed two. No. I'm pretty sure. Sh- Oriole, I only missed two. You missed. Right? Three. Don't you ask your friend. Uh. Look, he's, not gonna help well, you out
2: he's keeping. He's keeping track. <laughs> the score.
0: (laughs) I have a score Mm -hmm. count right here. Mm
2: -hmm. I'm sure you do. All right, would you rather wear a clown wig every day or wear clown shoes every day?
0: Oh. Wig. (laughs) (laughs) It's shoes, y'all. I can't even with. (laughs) Are you not thinking?
2: Okay, I'm with you on this one.
0: How okay? are you gonna? Yeah, are you gonna walk around? I know.
2: Listen, I already trip <laughs> over my own feet, and I have the feet the size of a top. And if you think, I there's no way that I could walk around you, if in if clown shoes. people
0: will look at me funny if I have a clown wig on. No, they're gonna look at you funny if you have a size. 37 shoe on, trying to go about your Starbucks order. Kicking people's heels by accident that are three feet away from you. What is, hmm. So, uh,
2: Gabigin and Oriole have said that they wear a size 15.
0: I weigh 16. I
2: was going to say, aren't you a 16? Yeah. That's weird that I know that. So strange.
0: Why are you stalking me, (laughs) Mo? All right, well, let's see if I can at least tie you just for my pride.
2: All right, are you ready? Would you rather? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. (sighs) <sighs> would you rather live in a mansion in the country or live in a penthouse in the city?
0: <sighs> I'm just going to say what I would rather, and I okay. don't care about the rest of the world. I would rather live in a penthouse in the city for sure.
2: Okay. Uh, no, 64%. Yeah,
0: I'm I, I, most people wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing I can throw that won't break something. You're like your son, banging on the table. <laughs> I'm so upset. People are stupid. People are stupid. <laughs> and you are their king. <laughs> Thank you. Dumb game. Get out of my face. Ugh. All right, let's take a quick break.
2: Uh, when we come back, how to be more responsible with the information you take from the media.
0: Stick around. This week in nerd history, computing becomes personal. to the 1980s, IBM had largely been known as a provider of business computer systems. As the 1980s opened, their market share in the growing mini-computer market failed to keep up with competitors, while other manufacturers were beginning to see impressive profits in the microcomputer space. The market for personal computers was dominated at the time by Tandy, Commodore, and Apple, whose machines sold for several hundred dollars each and had become very popular. The microcomputer market was large enough for IBM's attention. IBM had previously produced microcomputers such as the 1975 IBM them 5100 but targeted them towards businesses the 5100 had a price tag as high as $20,000 far outside a standard home's budget The design process was kept under a policy of strict secrecy, with none of the other IBM divisions knowing what was going on. After settling on the Intel 8088 CPU to build around, the motherboard was designed in just 40 days. A working prototype was created in four months and demoed in January of 1981. Manufacturing began that April, and on August 12, 1981, IBM debuted the first PC, selling for $1,565. Reception was overwhelmingly positive, with sales estimates from analysts suggesting billions of dollars in sales over the next few years, and the IBM PC immediately became the talk of the entire computing industry. Dealers were overwhelmed with orders, including customers offering prepayment for machines with no guaranteed delivery date. By the time the machine was shipping, the term PC was becoming a household name. Sales exceeded IBM's expectations by as much as 800%, shipping 40,000 PCs a month at one point. However, almost as soon as the PC reached the market, rumors of clones began, and the first PC-compatible clone was Released in June of 1982, less than a year after the PC's debut. Because the IBM PC was based on commodity hardware rather than unique IBM components, and because its operation was extensively documented by IBM, creating machines that were fully compatible with the PC offered few challenges other than the creation of a compatible BIOS ROM. Simple duplication of the IBM PC BIOS was a direct violation of copyright law, but soon into the PC's life, the BIOS was reverse engineered by companies like Compaq, Phoenix Software Associates, and America Megatron and award, who either built their own computers that could run the same software and use the same expansion hardware as the PC, or sold their BIOS code to other manufacturers who wished to build their own machines. The clone market eventually became so large that it lost its association with IBM's original, and the term PC became a set of de facto standards established by various hardware manufacturers. But for more than a year, IBM was the king of the PC, and is largely credited for the idea of having a computer in your home. Think of where we'd be without it. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more back to the back row morning show I'm radio Matt
2: and I'm Mo when today's show is over make sure you check out lovethynerd.com we've got amazing articles on all things nerdy other podcasts and videos and a lot more and if you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with love thy nerd even specifically with LTN radio please visit lovethynerd.com partner and you can choose LTN radio from the drop down menu love thy nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gift is tax deductible
0: so this week we've been talking about the media. First we took a look at a recent story that went viral about Subway and how it wound up being entirely misleading and certainly unfair to Subway as a company. We used it to showcase how poorly these kind of stories are handled. Then we looked at a large string of things that have happened in just the last five years that have drastically lowered the trust people have in the news media. So now we will be looking at where we go from here. How do we, as citizens and as believers, read the news? We, so
2: we don't. <laughs> That's it. Just turn it off. I think Chris said like 10 years ago, I don't watch the news. Right. It's depressing. And everybody's like, no, you got to watch the news. You got to know what's happening. How
0: will you be full? Yeah. Listen, yes. I don't think my
2: husband has ever said anything <laughs> that was more wisdomous in all of his <laughs> life.
0: <laughs> well, I have got a, a list here of ten things we can do to be better uh, 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 consumers of, of media information. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna read through them all and kind of discuss them. Uh, and this is our personal list. We have made this list. This is not from some other uh, 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 source. What? So we're gonna discuss it. <laughs> Number one. Avoid 24-hour news. Do not have CNN, Fox, MSNBC, or any other news source playing in the background of your life. In fact, avoid these channels altogether. 24-hour news channels have to be able to fill those 24 hours, and what they usually choose to fill it with is 90% commentary and 10% news. I mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. You think?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of what we do here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Number two... Disable push notifications on your phone for news stories. Mm -hmm. It is so easy to get that little bloop. Google, hey, look, look what's going on in Washington right now. And you're like, well, I need to know right now. If it's this important that they pushed it to my phone, avoid that.
2: Yeah. Or just like we said on Monday, Monday, Monday. You only read the headline.
0: That's true. Yeah. You likely will only yeah. read the headline. But the the, the the crux of that really is don't let the news come to you.
2: Mm.
0: You need to go searching for the news. So if you have it uh, with number one, if you have it always on in the background, if you just let it play for noise or whatever uh, until you hear something that interests you. That's the news coming to you. That's them presenting what they want you to hear. If you're getting push notifications on your phone, it's the exact same thing. They're putting what they want you to read in your pocket. And so you're more likely to read it. Even if it's just the headline, you're already going to have your mind made up about something that you might not have even thought about or cared about until that moment. Number three, sit down and figure it out. Maybe even write it down. What level of news is going to make you feel suitably informed without driving you insane? Like, I'm talking about how much time you're going to spend looking at news, and uh, what sources, and all these kind of things. And we'll we'll kind of get in more specific details about that. But actually, make a plan, just like you would any other thing in your life that you want to succeed in, make a plan. Hmm. Don't allow yourself to just be bombarded by news all the time as it comes up. Make a plan as how much you want to put in your mind on a daily or weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So number four, now this one's a big one, and this one will linger on for a bit. Choose your news sources. So I'm going to go through a quick list here of news sources and their political leanings, and this comes from uh, L V, sorry LWV.org uh the well it's it comes from this site i 'll have the link for this site, but it's actually the all sides media bias chart, so it 's actually oh. coming from a different site mm-hmm. but this is the article that I found it on uh so this is basically a lot of the the more popular news sources and where they lean politically. There are five columns there's far left, lean left, center, lean right, and far right mm-hmm. And by far left and far right, we're not talking about like fringe left and fringe right, weirdos. We're, we're just talking about ones that are pretty clearly Democrat and pretty clearly Republican. Mm-hmm. OK? So here we go. We'll start with uh, we'll start with the ones that are the most centrist and the least affected by politics or other agendas, not completely without bias, because that'll happen in any uh, news source. But generally speaking, typically centrist. So first off, normal AP news. And some of these are separated from uh, the news section and the opinion section of certain places, and they're in different columns. Uh, So like AP politics and fact check, those actually lean left, and that's in the lean left column. But typical, just straight AP news, that's centrist. Axios, the BBC, the Christian Science Monitor, the Independent Journal Review, Market Watch, Newsweek, NPR News, Reuters, Real Clear Politics, The Hill, and The Wall Street Journal News. Those are all generally bias-free for the most part. <clears throat> Again, not guaranteed 100%, but for the most part. Next in this list of sources that lean left or lean right. Uh, but aren't outright hard-lined in one side. It's often sources like this that can be beneficial in seeing a certain perspective from a restrained point of view, though, again, it is not flawless. Uh, First, we'll start with the ones that lean left. ABC News, AP Politics and Fact Check, The Atlantic, Bloomberg, CBS, The Economist, The Guardian, NBC, The New York Times News, NPR Opinion, Politico, ProPublica, Time, The Washington Post, USA Today, and Yahoo News. And now the ones that lean right, but are not stringently right news organizations. The American Conservative, uh, Deseret News, The Dispatch, The Epic Times, Newsmax News, New York Post News, The Postmillennial, Reason, The Wall Street Journal Opinion Section, the Examiner, and The Washington Times. All right, there we go. We're, we're going just, we're bobbling just a little bit from center in both of those. A little bit left, a little bit right. And mm-hmm. finally, we have the sources that are hard left and hard right, organizations that are either open about their political leanings and agendas, or have been shown to lean to one side far more often than not. First, the uh, the hardline leftist sides. Alternate. BuzzFeed News, CNN, Democracy Now!, Daily Beast, HuffPost, The Intercept, Intercept, Jacobin, Mother Jones, MSNBC, The New Yorker, The New York Times Opinion, uh, The Nation, Slate, and Vox. And now the ones that lean hard to the right, The American Spectator, Breitbart, The Blaze, CBN, The Daily Caller, The Daily Mail... The Daily Wire, Fox News, Federalist, National Review, New York Post Opinion, Newsmax Opinion, and OAN. All right, there we mm-hmm. go. That's most of the news sources that you've heard about, probably several that you've never heard of. <laughs> Unless hey, I, you're just I didn't, really into news.
2: I didn't hear the place where I get all my news from.
0: Where do you get your news from? The B. The <laughs> <A> Babylon Bee. <laughs> or not the bee.
2: Or not the bee.
0: The bee or not the bee? That is the question. Uh, mm. okay. All right. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Know your news sources. Mm-hmm. Now you know. <laughs> so jumping from that into number five, self-balance your news. Many biased news sources say that their news is balanced. They are all lying. <laughs> <laughs> Using that list, which we will put the, the link to that list in, in the links section of our post for this episode or this week's episode at lovethynerd.com. Uh, it, it comes toward the end of the week. If you follow our socials, you'll see it a lot. Uh, you should attempt to balance your news ingestion. If you pick a news source that is uh, in the left-leaning column you should directly follow up with coverage of the same story from a right-leaning news source. If you follow a story from a far-right news source, you should see what the source from the far left is saying about it, too. Weigh all the options and judge for yourself. And do your best to not let your own personal bias decide before you even give the opposing side a chance. The good news is there are some sources out there helping you do this Uh, already. First, uh, the same company that comes up with this chart, uh, AllSides.com presents news stories from all sides, labeling each headline with its political leaning from the get. Secondly, for balanced commentary on most important topics of the week, we would encourage you to sign up for The Flipside. It's a political email newsletter that gives quotes and takes on a single topic from both sides at least three times a week. And thirdly, and this is my personal recommendation for believers, I recommend The Pour Over. Uh, from my experience, this source almost always presents top stories free of bias and opinion and often pr- often provides scripture based on stories to help us as Christians react biblically instead of reacting irrationally or emotionally. The links to all of these will be in our lovethynerd.com episode post as well.
2: <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: Thoughts, opinions. I'm reading a whole lot of stuff. Oh no. No. Disagree with everything. (laughs) Or
2: opinions. No, I agree with everything. That's why I have no nothing to add or say.
0: (laughs) All right. Number six. Avoid sites that present headlines and trends. Mm -hmm. Facebook and Twitter are terrible places to get news because they are surrounded by hundreds and thousands of comments from people who, odds are, haven't even read the story, just the headline. I'll remind you. Let me say
2: that again real quick, just that first part.
0: (laughs) The uh, avoid. Facebook
2: Facebook and Twitter Twitter are are terrible terrible places places to get get your news.
0: I'll remind you of the shocking stat that we shared in our discussion on Subway. Almost 60% of news articles are shared without actually being read first. This often leads to what's known as doom scrolling, where you dive deeper into toxic presentations of news, filling you with dread or outrage when either, uh, neither is necessarily an appropriate response without all the facts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Number seven, avoid reading first thing in the morning or last thing at night. Mm. You do not think clearly during these times. You will not read rationally and it can ruin your day or your night's sleep. Set a specific time during the day for you to check the news in a responsible way. Number 8. Avoid far right, and I mean far, far right, and far, far left news sources. If your website is heavy on the Antifa or the QAnon, There's absolutely zero chance of getting unbiased news. And in fact, much of it is likely heavily fabricated nonsense disguised as social theory. Remember, a truly unbiased news is nearly extinct. Everybody is pushing an agenda to some degree. So search for the news sources with the least amount. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) Number nine, pray before reacting. This is especially true when you react by sharing outrage online or at church or at school or with friends. Mm -hmm. Pray about how you're supposed to respond to things that are happening. Mm -hmm. Again, that's why I wanted to recommend the pour over. Pour over can present news that is quite emotionally jarring, but it often tries to put it a little bit in perspective with a specific Bible verse uh, that will help you gear your mind toward how you should react. And it'll often help you just focus on what you should be doing as opposed to how you want to vent your rage. Prayer is a good way to do that. And lastly, number 10, limit your intake. And believe it or not, you just as, as you said with your husband, <laughs> you can survive pretty well remaining uninformed by today's standards. Most news that riles people up is stuff that won't ever really come to pass or there's nothing we can do about anyway. What good is it to worry and fret and be anxious over things that you can't control? If you find yourself in a news spiral, limit yourself to like 10 minutes a day or an hour a week at most to news consumption. I've gotten to the point where, unless it's researching for this show, uh, I have basically three places that I visit. Uh, I do it middle of the morning and i move on with my life i don't Mm -hmm. i don't linger on things for too terribly long unless it's again a research thing for the show uh it's um it's hard and we've talked about this we talked about this in the in our last topic and it's it's hard to not be depressed by the state of our news media, it's hard to stay in a positive frame of mind when we're constantly being bombarded by things that we don't even know if we can trust anymore. Like used to, used to, I feel like even with sources that we thought were biased, we still had like this feeling that, okay, they're leaning a little heavy on the one side or the other, uh, political aisle but I'm sure most of the story is true. We used to have that kind of thought. Right. And now it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a 100% unknown if this is true, if it is 100% uh, 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 political bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> If this is true now, but then they're going to change their mind in 10 years. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Like, uh, we used to be able to go to Snopes and trust what they're saying. Right. And even Snopes now is heavily politically biased. Yeah. Which is... You can't trust anything anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: It really feels frightening. It really feels frightening. And... yeah, I mean, if... Just you got to work to do better, to not go crazy. If for no other reason, do these things so you don't go crazy.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, I think we all have people in our lives that 10 years ago could have cared less about the news, never wanted to talk about it, and today, all they spout is conspiracy theories that they've garnered from the news. That's all they talk about. I have several people in my life who are just like that now. Uh, Many of them in my church, and I can't avoid them. And it's because they've allowed themselves to doom scroll. They've allowed themselves to be in this constant spiral of news from a one-sided source. And they allow that to be the driving force behind how they react in society and what they want to talk about. We used to talk about so many fun things in this life. Now, all we talk about is the latest scary crap going on in the news. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, I, the, the, the last time I remember talking this much about scary crap in the news was 9-11. And back then, we all wanted to be Americans. You know, we, we wanted to be one country. Now, we don't want to be one country. Yeah. And that's terrifying to hear about every single day nonstop.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Take a break.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Turn it off walk away, go watch a Purge movie.
2: <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I think there's a mindset of, I can't turn it off. I have to be informed. I yeah. have to know for my fa- for the sake of my family and for the sake of my future, guess what? You don't. You don't have to know. Yeah, the same because people,
0: I'm sorry, finish your thought No, first. Th-
2: there's one person who does know and I trust him more than anyone on this planet. He knows. And Al Gore. Regardless of no, how sorry. terrifying or scary it may look, why do you gotta ruin I'm this sorry. thing?
0: <laughs> we need humor. These topics have been so heavy.
2: Well, I'm giving hope. Okay. Maybe not humor. Humor. Gosh. Uh, go. I got the humor, you do the hope part now. Regardless of how terrifying or scary things may seem. We can trust that we're protected. Yeah. We're safe in the hands of God.
0: Absolutely. And it is the same thing. Those those are the same people who look at worry as a positive thing. Right. Like, well, I need to worry about my future and I need to worry about my kids because that that keeps me on my toes and it keeps me focused on what's going to happen. Well, okay. There's an element of truth to that. but when all you're doing is worrying, you're not doing anything. Exactly. You're not doing anything but wasting time and not trusting God.
2: hmm yeah.
0: All worry is a form of not trusting God enough. Whatever you're worrying about, most likely, you can't do anything about anyway. If it were to happen, it's not gonna be on uh, uh, your decision, <laughs> whether it happens or not. So yeah, you can worry up and down all day long But it's not going to change anything other than the fact that it makes you miserable all the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, trust in the only one who knows and the only one who can actually affect any outcome. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. If you're worrying, Mm. chances are you're not walking in faith. Yeah. And if you are consuming or allowing the news to consume you, I should say, chances are your love for others is growing less and less. Absolutely. And I mean, last I checked, faith of a mustard seed and love thy neighbor. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And th- that's kind of what we touched on yesterday. It's, it's making us uh, hate the other side. Mm-hmm. Whichever side you're on, the news is, is almost encouraging you to not just disagree with the other side, but to consider them evil and worthy of hate. Yeah. And it doesn't matter, I'm talking to believers here, it doesn't matter how strong your faith is, if that's all you're putting in your brain is how much you need to fight that enemy, then you're forgetting the love your enemy Mm -hmm. call that Jesus gave. Yep. And it's very easy to fall into that habit because what you're fighting for might be, uh, uh, you know, a biblical thing that's righteous but how you're fighting it is, is not the righteous. wrong way the, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's the opposite direction
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I hate to be this guy that does this to, to, to says, that says this to believers but don't expect things to get better I mean they might rebound a little bit times have gotten a little bit better at different points in time, mm-hmm. society has rebounded in positive ways for a short period of time. I mean, we used to have slaves in this country and society got better from that for a little while. But in the end, everything that's going on on this planet is going to devolve. Mm hmm. Everything that's happening on this planet is going to lean in one direction. I'm not talking about a political leaning. I'm not talking about liberal or conservative. I'm talking about the end of the world. (laughs) Everything's going to lead towards destruction. And that can come from both sides of the political aisle. And it can come from Christians and non-Christians, depending on how we are acting. There are so many people who consider themselves believers and Christians who become Pharisees, who become more entangled in the world and its ways than in God's way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it happens every day, a little by little, more and more. And so you need to, again, like Mo said, trust in God to take care of all this stuff. Do your best to live peaceably with all people, to give calm responses to anger so it will diffuse that anger to stand up for what's right of course but not in a way that spreads hate Mm
2: -hmm.
0: instead in a way that spreads love be ready to defend why you believe the way you believe but not in a offensive way in a defensive way. Do The thing that I've always said is that if you feel yourself spitting out Bible verses like bile on your tongue, you're doing it wrong. If you are yelling God's commands at people in anger, you're doing it wrong. Most people believe in a thing called righteous anger. And that may or may not be a thing. I don't actually believe that there's such a thing as righteous anger that a human can do. Mm. I believe that righteous anger can only come from someone who is righteous and there is no earthly human that is righteous. Jesus was able to get angry because he was righteous. He had never sinned. He was able to turn the tables. He was able to chase out people who were defiling God's house. We are imperfect. We are unrighteous. And so whether or not there is such a thing as righteous anger, you know, that's another, another discussion for another time. But I would say even if it did exist, it's rarely done correctly. Mm-hmm. It's mostly just anger.
2: When my boys were little, I would tell them, it's okay to be angry. It's okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Our emotions are given from God. Yeah. God is an emotion full God, yeah. an emotional God. It says it clearly in the yeah. Bible repeatedly. It's okay to be angry. It is not okay to sin in our anger. Right. And I mean, at three and four years old, trying to teach my toddlers that it's not okay to hit each other. It's not okay to take your toy back from your brother, whether you think it's justified or not. It's not okay to sock your brother in the face because he looked at you wrong. (laughs) But that's a lesson that as adults, we need to remember. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be angry. It's not okay to sin in our anger.
0: Right. And even, I I would go as far to say it's not okay to act in our anger Mm. at all. Because you don't know the full situation. Because that's the other thing about righteous anger. Jesus could act out that way and God can act out that way because they can see the entirety of the situation, not only in that moment, but throughout time, Mm -hmm. you are reacting to often just a single incident or piece of information without being able to see the scope of the whole story or the person that you're even acting upon. Mm -hmm. And so who knows if you're actually going to be doing good or in the long run, making things worse.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: with your with your actions and your anger, it's just a dangerous game to play. And living your life with a constant stream of news sources, fueling that anger is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Irresponsible. Unholy.
2: You're doing yourself more harm than you are good.
0: Absolutely. And that's all I got to say on the matter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And believe me when I say that this is not just us lecturing people. This is us giving you all the wisdom we've learned from making all of these exact same mistakes for most of our lives.
2: And continuing and to still, remind ourselves.
0: <laughs> still making these exact same mistakes most of the time. Exactly. These are things that we all want to do better, to yeah. be better, to learn and train ourselves better. Mm-hmm. So we invite you to try this with us. <laughs> That's going to do it for uh, our week of focus on the news media.
2: We're going to take one last break, and when we get back, we'll answer an Ask Us Anything question. Stick around. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the Backroom morning show as things are winding down for the day,
2: but first we're going to answer and ask us anything question from
0: Twitch. Our question comes from KY redhead. It's a simple one today. More throw pillows or fewer? More please. No, none would be great. Nope. More. They're pointless. More. More to the point. They're so pointless because you ain't going to put visitors in your bedroom. And that's oh, the only people see, that are going to be impressed.
2: Okay. Okay. See, but I wasn't thinking.
0: Oh, are you thinking like on couches? Yeah,
2: that's what I was thinking.
0: Nah, see, I'm thinking all the little dumb extra pillows on your bed. But apparently KY was thinking throw pillows see? on the couch. So fine. One more thing I'm wrong about today. <laughs> One more question that I'm just not in line with everybody else answering. A2, I wish that all of K-Y our listeners a two
2: see how your head was bobbing back and forth. four, like- you have
0: four throw pillows on your couch on a single couch—that's too many. I can give. I can get behind two, <laughs> but four.
2: Okay, first of all,
0: where will butts go?
2: <laughs> first of
0: all, <laughs> you're making it a chair.
2: Is it a sectional or just a <laughs> traditional couch? And second of all, I have a sectional and have seven pillows on it.
0: You're using four
2: there. Yeah. Uh, okay. She nine is using bucks? four.
0: What?
2: She has nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have a sectional. sectional see? For your kids. Yeah. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: That's a little bit. And I
2: better. can totally see where nine would be an acceptable number. Actually, I can see where nine would be an acceptable number on a regular couch because you have three in the corner, either corner, and then three in the middle. What? I'm just saying. How would. You,
0: How big are they?
2: You bunch. It's a throw pillow. <laughs> it's like the size of your laptop.
0: You're you going to have nine together. of those on one standard couch? Yeah. You
2: put them in groupings of three. That's what you do.
0: Oriole agrees with me and in it's chat. It's only
2: because y'all are men.
0: No, I'm sorry. That's you're wrong on this. Look.
2: That's all. <laughs> People okay. want to sit
0: on couches.
2: Yeah, and that's
0: you're why gonna make them have listen. a chore anytime they want to sit down. Listen. You want to sit down, you gotta earn it. Go pick up those pillows and stack them neatly in the corner by the fireplace. No, then that's come and sit why down. they're
2: called throw pillows. You throw them on the ground. That's you all you do. You throw them in do. the
0: fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> but just... then you got pillows. You got to be trampled all over when you're trying to get around. It's a bad idea. Why have it at all?
2: Because it's comfortable and cute. It's
0: not comfortable. That's why. It's it is. cute. But nobody, you're going to move them. You're not going to sit on them.
2: OK, listen, I, the next time that my husband takes <laughs> six of those pillows and stacks them behind his head when he lays down, I'm going to take a picture.
0: OK, well, that's laying down. That's not using a couch for the normal usage, which is sitting.
2: In our house? <laughs> We lay.
0: In our, in our house, my husband is always getting kicked out to the couch.
2: No. No. That's we what bought you a, just said. We bought a king-size bed just so we could continue sleeping in the bed together. But still be
0: separate when we're fighting.
2: No. When he twitches. You, get a, bunch
0: of, you get a bunch of throw pillows and make a wall, and you'd still fit on the bed.
2: No. No.
0: That's why there are nine throw pillows, everybody. To build an impenetrable throw pillow wall. Whatever, Matthew. (laughs) I have never.
2: I definitely read that as pillow farts, not pillow forts.
0: Pillow (laughs) pillow farts. (laughs) Look, the argument for pillow forts is the best argument so far about why you would have that many throw pillows. That's the best argument. Because, yeah, you could build a fort. Okay. Anything else?
2: You know, so then...
0: So. Unnecessary baggage.
2: Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Kentucky Redhead, how many pillows are in your living room altogether? While I talk, <laughs> you answer.
0: <laughs> I slip on the couch many times. When I got a new couch, I laid on it before buying it. <laughs> you know what? Like, we, have a, we got a really nice couch when we moved to our new house a couple years ago. And uh, it's super comfortable to lay on. I have slept on it many times on accident. And uh, when, I'm, when I get sick and I don't want to give it to my wife, I sleep out on the couch and I look forward to it because it's dang comfortable.
2: I, I mean, couches are for napping. That's what they're there for. <laughs> TVs are for movie watching. And their counterpart is the couch <laughs> to nap.
0: Uh, all right. We've let this <laughs> drag on long enough. Let's end with our verse for the day. Our
2: verse for the day is James 1, 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, which whom there is no variation or shadow due to
0: change. That's going to do it for our show today. Remember that we are first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Macro Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Do it, and we'll love you forever.
2: Um and also the podcast feed will offer a weekly highlight episode focusing on just our main topics for the week for those of you who can't commit to the full three hours a week. And make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Just search for at the back row LTN and connect with us.
0: You want to share the answer to the question you asked? Uh, KY Redhead.
2: Sh- sure, Kentucky Redhead has eleven total pillows in her living room, plus four others in the
0: next. Kentucky redhead has a problem. <laughs> you have a pillow addiction. Tune in tomorrow morning for the back row rewind, where we'll bring you a classic episode of the back row morning show, and we should be back with new episodes next week. And we hope you will too. Mo, final thought. It's
2: a southern thing.
0: Once again, I'm Radio Matt, and I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you, nerd. nerd.